0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om, I bow to the Lord Vasudeva. Joy to you, friends. Last time, we talked about, in chapter 14, Krishna is saying the way of wisdom is to be non-identified with anything outside the self. This is his meaning when he says, bear with them patiently. Then in chapter 15, in stanza 15, he says, O flower among men, one who is calm and even-minded, never ruffled during pain and pleasure, he alone gains consciousness of his eternal existence. The more you allow yourself to be upset by things, and the more you allow yourself to be re- to rejoice in things, the more you are tied down to time and space. If you can really withdraw to the point where you see everything that happens to you as just a part of a passing show, the more you will begin to understand that uh, that infinite state is the only thing that is your reality. And so, Krishna in chapter and stanza 16 says, that which is unreal does not exist. That which is real cannot cease to exist. Those who possess wisdom know that the final nature, know the final nature of reality, of what is and what is not. Remember, you can't get rid of reality. You can't change it, you can't wish that it were something else than it is, because that's what it is. It's very important, because most people spend their days wishing that things were other than they are. Until you can deal with reality as it is, you'll still be uh, in the dream, like in, in in your dreams, you think, oh, I wish this wouldn't happen, I wish this wouldn't happen. Maybe you can change the dream, but you can't change the reality of this world which is real but in a different way. The thing is that in this world, although it's a dream, it's not your dream, it's God's dream. I've had dreams in which this world seemed to me uh, very real. I remember though, I had a dream many years ago and a very interesting dream it was. I dreamed that we had all been born into a torture chamber. And in this torture chamber, we were simply tortured, And we woke up in the morning and were tortured, and then we went to sleep. And when we woke up, we were tortured again. And it just seemed like the way you live, nothing strange about it. You just had to accept it. And then one day, I began to express this doubt to a friend of mine that, is this the only way to live? And he thought, well, no, it can't be. And a few of us, finally one day, we rose up and slew the torturers and escaped from the torture chamber, and we discovered that it was only uh, the top floor of a building, symbolizing the the mind, in other words. And we went down this, this the long staircase, uh, many floors of a completely empty building. Once we had overcome the tortures in our mind, we had overcome everything. There's no other battle to fight. And I remember coming out into the open plain, and I can still see this dream as clearly this moment as I, had, as I dreamed it then. And we looked around, and we saw everything stretching out to the horizon, and uh, green grass and space. And then, as we were walking away from this scene of torture, we looked up and we could see the torturers still torturing people, as if we'd never killed them. We looked at each other in amazement. And then I turned to somebody, I said, Can't you see it's ourselves we've conquered? not the torturers. I woke up then and I realized it was a very important dream, that we, <clears throat> we must understand that the real torturers are not how other people treat us, not how the world treats us, not our luck and bad luck, not our successes and failures. These are all per- perfectly extraneous to us. We are tortured by the downsides of life, but when we can overcome ourselves, then we are free. And I had another dream uh, when I was young, and a very important dream it was too, because this was a friend of mine that I had always been very loyal to. And he took advantage of my loyalty, and he treated me like dirt because he felt I I was in his pocket and he could treat me as he wanted. And gradually over the years, I developed a very deep bitterness toward him. And I, I thought, That uh, I had felt deeply betrayed by him. And then as I was reaching death, and again in this dream I I approached death, I suddenly realized that if I die with this thought, I will have to be reborn in a position where I can treat him the way he treated me. And then he will be better, and so he will be born in a position where he can treat me again. And this will go back and forth like if you drop a stone into a pond, The waves blap back and forth, ripple back and forth across the pond until finally they just subside. And I I thought, why should I waste incarnations just working it out with this one person? I said, I forgive him, and I forgave him from my heart. And I remember waking up the feeling of freedom that I had when I woke up from that dream. We must understand that when we can forgive the world, just accept it as it is. Don't, don't let it uh, get your goat, as I've said before. Don't let it bug you. Just accept that the world will never be exactly as you want it to be. And if it tries to be, you will, be cha- you will change. You will get sick of things and want them to be different. You'll never be happy in this world because you yourself don't know how to achieve happiness in yourself. And so, we must learn to be even-minded and not touched by anything outside. And when we are able to forgive and see everything as just a show of God's, then we can remember all those past lives. When St. Anthony was praying to Jesus and saying, Reveal thyself. And he prayed for many years and he had nothing but temptation from Satan. And finally, that temptation became so great that it was as if the walls of the uh, ruined tomb in which he was praying in the desert were about to crack and fall in upon him. He cried out once more, Lord, come to me. And all of a sudden, Jesus appeared and Satan vanished. And Yogananda said that in that moment, he said, oh, I know that moment. He said that, 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 Suddenly you remember all those lives that you were seeking, God. And what a thrill it is when God finally reveals himself to you. And then Jesus said to him, Anthony, I was always with you. What a thrilling thought. God is always with us. He's always on our side. It's we who turn away. But if we can resist the the test that he rightly places before us. We've gone the wrong way a long time. He wants to know now if we really want him. It isn't just a casual decision, it's a decision for eternity. And if we really stay with him firmly, then in the end he will come and he will say, I was always with you. Joy to you.